Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. October 8th, 2014. October 8th, 2014. I was reading something this week. You know, I'm always reading something. That's how I waste my time. I was reading something by the boss of LinkedIn, the unfortunately named Jeff Weiner. Okay? But actually, I think Weiner just means that his family came from Vienna. Because the name of Vienna is not Vienna, it's Vienne. I might be wrong. Anyway... Jeff Weiner said in this article that he was just shooting the breeze with one of his favorite people, a guy named Fred Kaufman, K-O-F-M-A-N. His family must have coughed a lot. Anyway, I looked up Fred Kaufman, and he's some kind of soft skills consultant, soft skills consultant from Argentina originally. Of course, like everybody else, he lives in the United States now. Anyway, I watched a video of his called How to Handle difficult conversations and he said you have to make people think you like them before they're going to listen to you because if you just oppose them they're going to push back you know reflexively they won't even have to think about it so he recommends a formal routine you go through when you disagree with someone i know most of us have you know heard these things a million times so number one i'll just review a few of his points you have to listen to that person even if you hate what they're saying even if you think it's totally crazy they don't think it's crazy so you have to pretend to respect them okay then you have to ask them questions that are going to draw them out like what do you think of that and what would you like and finally i'm skipping a few steps but finally you have to negotiate. And negotiation doesn't mean trying to get what you want. This is a revelation. It's not trying to get what you want. It's trying to come up with a solution that works for both of you. But listen to this. At the end of the video, he says, if your goal is to avoid making the other person upset, you're going to fail because that's not in your control. And as a manager, I don't care that much if you like me. I know this Deep inside my heart. That's what he says. I know that I don't care if you like me deep inside my heart. Look, I want to be nice to you. But caring is not letting you misbehave. And I can't take responsibility for another person's feelings because that's not in my control. And I'm not going to do what the other guy wants because he's in pain. Now the problem is, That's the key, by the way. That's the key to the whole thing. But the problem is he doesn't tell you how to have that attitude. If you don't care if someone likes you, you can stay calm 
in the face of anything. Because whatever they say, it's not important. It's not dangerous. But people do care what people think of them. And that's why these conversations are difficult. Now, I wrote a book. I'm not Fred Kaufman. The boss at LinkedIn doesn't call me up to shoot the breeze. But I wrote a book, and I tell you how not to care about what other people think of you. And you can find it at psychologyofjobhunting.com. It's only $2.99, and I'm writing a new version that will automatically be yours as soon as I publish it, if you buy the old version first. And now I'm going to have a conversation that I hope isn't difficult, but knowing my guest today, I'm afraid it will be on Jerry J. What show is this? This is the Recruiting Animal bad but that was weak that was weak okay i'm gonna take a lesson i'll tell you what i'll tell you exactly why you you ran over 30 seconds okay so my whole thing was off i you were you were up and down you were spotty on the thing and i didn't know when i was it's your fault oh maybe i was holding the mic too close to my mouth i don't like it it felt untimed Okay. Look, you don't understand what I go through, dude, to be ready to go. Hard to keep up with me. But look, Jerry, yeah, that's it. we got a guest here today who is a very famous man. And very famous. The re- but here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's also got a very great heritage, and that's why I want to do a little promo before I even bring him on. You know, back in ancient times, and you're a student now. Baruch Adonai. That kind of, you're that kind a of heritage. student of ancient times, Jerry. The yes. Israelites had 12, tribes. Shut up back there. I'm going to cut you off, okay? I'm going to mute you. The Israelites had 12 tribes, and one of them was the tribe of Levi. And God said, God himself said, these Levies weren't going to get any farms in the promised land, but they were going to run the temple. The priests were going to butcher the sacrifices, but the Levies would do everything else. They'd sing the songs, they'd guard the palace or, you know, the temple. And there's really clear instructions. They were big shots, right? So now I want to welcome one of their children, one of their descendants, Steve Levy, the great recruiter, welcome to the show! Of course, in the present day, what, what, what the tribe ended up doing was uh, owning real estate and, you know, so much. Why own one temple when you can hold the whole, own the whole yeah. block, right? You know what? You should have thought of that while I was doing the intro. Come up with a little better quip. I mean, you just, you're just yep. shaming, you're, you're shaming your, your ancestors now with a lousy joke. Don't do that. I'm going to rescue you. Can you tell as, us? As if, as, if, as, as if I'm worried about shaming my ancestors. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us what you do in, in 30 seconds? And look, don't be modest. You know, I saw on LinkedIn that you call yourself a talent community builder, a pipeline sourcing and populating magician who excels at building, rehabilitating, and leading 
talent acquisition and development functions. Uh, you're a talent like it is, like it really is, advisor, experienced in all kinds of organizations and business cycles and performance and financial challenges. You go on and on. Now you cut that down to 30 seconds and tell us what you do. It's funny. You're telling me I go on and on. That is just hilarious. Go ahead. Um, do it. I'm I'm an engineer crossed over to the dark side to run recruiting for a culture, an open source online video platform that is really, really cool. You know Fine. what? I got to tell you, Gary Sobel posted, I posted something that I, an email I got. It, by isn't it. that interesting, yeah, Levy? Animal didn't he, hear what you had to say right I, there. I, he was ready to jump in with what he was saying next. It's got to be me. Jeez. It's all about That's me. That's absolutely untrue, Jerry. I'm going to give Steve Levy the know-it-all. I'm going to give you some advice Holy. on how to be a charismatic recruiter. And Gary Sobel, I got him. You don't what did mumble. Gary tell you? You don't mumble. You, you don't talk fast. You talk slow and take breaths. Okay. So you and have apparently, to tell- and apparently, animal. You also say douchebag six times in your SourceCon presentation. That's really good for the brand as well. Does Gary oh. mention that? Okay, we'll get to that. I've actually, you know, <laughs> Levy, I did research. I will get to that. Okay, don't jump the gun, but just I'm slow sorry. down. Not tell sorry. us what you're working for a company called Caltura. Yes, it is Kaltura, K-A-L-T-U-R-A dot com. And what do they do? They Kaltura has created actually a really cool open source online video platform. Uh, it's primarily used in, in four key areas, the education space, the enterprise space, media and entertainment, and something that is cryptically known as OTT, but most people know it as Hulu and Netflix type stuff. It's a okay, platform. How works the company? It's, is it a startup? No, they, the, the company was started in 2006, and here we are in, I think, 2014 or uh, 5556 in, in, in our language. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the company has not only raised money, it okay, is. Okay, you're boring now. No, 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 no. Let's world. move on. Let's move on. How many people Fine. did you recruit on Twitter this year? I'm going to run through my standard survey questions first. How many people did you recruit on Twitter this year? From the original links, four. Four. Now, you actually sourced them on Twitter or, or, yeah. you, or actually, found them? You know, yeah, you know me. It's, it's, it's the Levy three-tweet rule. Uh, three tweets back and forth, the six tweets total. On the seventh tweet, I make a call. That sounds like so. You know, I don't understand. I never that. heard of that Levy but, rule. Is that new? Let me tell you. Let me. Did tell you know you. about this animal, and I didn't. I it's never like heard of it. But, but I want to make something clear, Steve. Don't yes. post on Twitter. Don't read Twitter while you're doing this interview with me. I want your attention here, not on I'm your not eyes. Out there, I'm, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a niche, original tweet content. Yeah, like you're saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. You tell me to my face here. You don't have to I post it there and divide your attention. Don't do that one on this show. Toronto, I will tell it to your face. Okay, so uh, you recruited four people out of how many in the past, in this year? How many people did you recruit total? Any idea? Uh, I have to look it up. It's uh, roughly. personally probably roughly 27, 28. Okay, total. and four of them came from Twitter. Yeah, originally, yeah. Uh, and how did you? How did you? What did you do to get those people? 
I mentioned Jerry Albright, and that's just... Uh, I told you, you can't keep doing that, dude, without cutting me in on it. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, everybody's doing that now, and it's starting to bug me. Uh, I can understand that. How did you do do that? We want to know. Jerry wants to know. Honestly, Jerry doesn't care what I have to say. We know that. We we realized that years ago. Tell me. Don't make me bad. I do now. Make this a difficult conversation. Don't make this a difficult conversation, okay? Heaven forbid. What I do is I will create – I will will identify people based upon the things that they tweet about, things that are in their bio, and I will create lists, Twitter lists. And I have columns of Twitter lists, and my life is so enriched that I actually will spend time looking at the Twitter feeds of certain lists. It could be PHP. It could be Node. It could be anything else. And when somebody tweets something interesting, I'm on them like Jerry, Jerry is on his pickup truck. Okay, and that wasn't bad. And so, and so, how do you find those guys in the first place? With just by doing a Twitter search, or like people well, search? You know, there are a couple. As things, let's say you're looking for PHP folks. There are some major PHP handles, and people follow those PHP handles. Uh-huh. I mean, this is this, this is the heavy lifting part about research. You actually have to look at their tweets originally, initially. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. and then those that are interesting to you, you can put them in. Um, so put them so in you, locate, I, you I, find I, one person who's doing PHP, then you go through his or her list of followers, and and you follow those people as well. Is that it? Um, yeah, on some level, that's right. I I, I tend not to follow, but so, I will add them to lists. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Adam. Okay, you add them to lists. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. And when you add them to a list, they sort of get a message that you know Levy added yeah. you to a list uh-huh, called uh-huh, PHP. Uh-huh. I covet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's Adam's way of saying I'm bored already. Yeah. How many people did you recruit on Facebook last year? This year, none. Like, you know, none. Why not? I'm not on. I'm not on Facebook anymore. Why not? I don't like Facebook anymore. It's uh, it's it's too. You have people like you know Albright and Mendoza going off on political. Yeah, okay, but you don't even you don't really have to pursue that. You could just do it. And for the record, I'm not into politics anymore. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. I'll make it. I'm not. I'm moving to Belize, baby. But but (laughs) but the employees are are on Facebook, and and I have told them what to write, and I get things through them. They don't. Yeah, I don't need to be on it. I've got a whole company of people. You've got your network. Okay. How many video interviews did you do this year? Holy crap, I can't make count. I, I do video interviews several every day. Why is that? Um, well, I'm also recruiting globally, so it's, it's But why not cheap. the phone? Why not just the phone? I mean, uh, some people say well, that depends. video... There, there are some people who don't have Skype, and there are others who do. I prefer, if I can, Skype. I like Dude, looking a at phone people. call is expensive. Skype is free. Does that not make sense to you, Animal? i got to tell you something. Levy is calling Gosh. us on Google Voice. He's saving bad. Money. He's calling us on Google Voice. This isn't calling him no, in. It, it doesn't okay. sound bad. It's, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a bit choppy. It is. You want okay. me to call back on that number? Would you? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think it's best for the show. Well, let okay. me jump in while he does that. Okay. I'll tell you what about that uh, Twitter list thing. You know, Levy came by my office oh, about three weeks ago. It's TRG recruit. What is, what's your what's your? No, TRG Alejandro. Animal. No, TRG Alejandro. Okay. Yeah, I, I was working on a search that's completely out of my normal vertical, and uh-huh. Levy showed me the list trick, and it works. I mean, you, you can source a ton of people. 
it's well worth looking into if you know you're you're going to use Twitter to source actively from. How many from. people did you recruit off Twitter so far since he uh, enlightened you? None. I mean, this was okay. what three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Three weeks? Yeah, yeah, I can see why it's entirely possible, dude. Yeah, it's doable sure. if you're going to pour a ton of resources. But you know, in extremists, you go to what you know, and I've been staying on the phones and doing other things with that particular search. So okay. it's not as though I've developed it to the level that he's got it at yet. Okay, the man is back. Okay, Steve Levy, yes, you're yes, back. Yes, I am. Is this is this better? Yes, it is. Fabulous. Okay. It is. Okay, now, why, I just want to know, why do you prefer, thank you, Alejandro, why do you prefer video over just the phone, audio? Well, uh, you know, I, I can get a sense just by looking at people, if what they're saying, whether they're comfortable, uncomfortable, you you, you, you know, you guys know this. You pick up, new when you're looking at someone in the face, you, you pick up nuances of, of their message. That's all. Okay, okay. Well, some people say that's a distraction, but we'll move on. How many hours do you work? What's your working hours? Oh dear Lord! Um, I get up somewhere around five thirty. Um, I get the coffee. I'm working roughly six until probably eight at night most days, and I do work um, about six or so hours on the weekend. So you add it up. Really? Still doing? You still doing any modeling on the side? Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm coming out to uh, Indiana. Sweet, uh, Jerry. Yeah, man. Yeah, we need that out here. Yeah, baby. Okay. All okay. Right. What's Steve? What's Steve? Steve, this show's slowing down. What's your company culture? Uh, company culture is interesting. I have to say this. This is the first company I've ever been where I actually like every blessed person, and and that's that kind of kind of got me scratching my head since I you know me I like I, I'm like you I like hating people. Um, yeah. So so it's 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 really unique. The, the challenge is it's it's an Israeli company that works all over the world. So it's a blending of you know lots what, of different Jerry, cultures. I want you to note something. I asked the guy the company culture. It didn't just trip off his tongue. He didn't tell me anything so far. We've been talking for 30 seconds. Yeah, he likes everybody. He likes no, the, the culture. culture. That's what's the deal. No, the cult- culture starts with the people. And and I actually like everybody. And it's, you know, folks work and they help each other. And it's nice when, uh, you know, every, every day, uh, you know, people congratulating everybody else for, you know, babies getting married, events. It's It's real. Um, you know, it's not not that it's without their issues, but it's um, it's a really good start. Okay, I want I, like I just it. want everybody to know this is an experienced oh, recruiter, a recruiting Superman. He's got muscles like watermelons on his arm. Okay, He's and a this champion. is the information. This is the information he gives me when I ask about the company culture. It's just like when I asked Donato DiOrio, another smart guy, expert recruiter who runs a big company. They give you a sort of an answer like a normal person will give you. There's nothing analytic about it. There's nothing formal about it. Everybody says, I'm going to let this go in a minute. Everybody says, company culture, company culture, company culture. We're recruiting for culture. And they can't even tell you what their culture is about. Yep. Nobody well, knows. Well, here, here's the deal, Adel. You know, my, my, the, my standard answer, which is real, is culture what you do when, you, when the bosses aren't around to see you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the people here work stupid hard, and they share with each other. So I'm not gonna, I can't fluff that any other way to make you happy. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can yes, Twitter, sir. Can Twitter be your business homepage? You're, if you're, you're back on Twitter. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. It, can business be your business? Can Twitter be your business homepage? They've got that beautiful big banner now. You can put a great picture in there. You can even put, uh, you know, text on the picture if you want. You can pin uh, a, a message at the top of the stream. It's going to be there all the time. You've got your bio with a place for your LinkedIn profile, a link to that. What I'm thinking that that would make a great business homepage. And then if you have a blog or something, you can link to that from from the um, from the Twitter page, but but it's active, it's dynamic. What do you think of that, Steve? I I think on some level it it, it makes sense, which just frightens me to say that you make sense. But it, <laughs> but, it, but uh, when some people say it's low rent, it, it doesn't look uh, official, it's not typical business, and they would not trust you if they saw that. Who says that? Who who told that to you? Karen Seawack, the resume strategy. Yeah, I know. We know Karen. I hope she's on today. She's got that King City thing going on. She doesn't on. listen anymore, but okay. It, but you're, uh, you're, that's no, okay. it depends on your it's, audience. It's, it, it, you know, yeah, uh, it's, it does. It's, it's on one level, it's, it's, to, it's a point. You know, it's, fu- it's funny because, uh, you know, Jobvite does these surveys, and they were showing, there, there were some uh, 2013 results that talked about the big three, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, Twitter and Facebook, the highest percentage of usage on that was to – expose the company brand, not the exposing thing that you do or Jerry does, but a different kind of thing. And and LinkedIn... I want to go on. I want to move on. I want to move on. It's source You con. always do. Fine. You <laughs> yeah, he's going to start getting to some long deal there. Good Good. Good move, said, animal. Jerry, you're supposed to interrupt, so I don't have to be the bad guy all the time. Okay? Well, I'm eating some uh, venison Jeez, sausage here. here. At Jerry, what are you making? Pound and a half of uh, Levy, deer Levy, log. Come on, you're a superstar. You want to act like a superstar on the show? We had a great, we had a great guest last week. No one ever heard of her before, uh, other Teresa. Anyway, at SourceCon, you said that most of the world believes that recruiters are douchebags. Why is that? I did. It. I, I said it six times, in fact, because uh, because it, re- recruiters have this. Well, firstly, it, it, re- recruiting is, is is actually a black hole. To, uh, to to most people, they have no idea uh, how we find them, or or or, or in the message that we're, that we're sending out is is cryptic or stupid. And um, you know, recruiters, most recruiters, all they care about is I have this one job, and I want you to fill it, or I want you to give me the names of everyone you know so I can fill it. Um, you know, the, the the old school, you know, the relationship building stuff that some of us old folks do, including you is not taught nor practiced much anymore. And the fact of the matter is, you know, folks are, just do this for the, to the audience. Google recruiters space R-A-R-E space. There you have it. Yeah, but you know what? I disagree. I think that that's not a case of old school versus new school. I think it's people are talking about it more because we're more connected. But there's always been a select segment of people who know how to build relationships at any era, and there's been the the rest. And the people who are doing that sort of thing are obviously the standouts. Okay, well, and, I want to move and, and, on. But, I want to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, wait a second. Listen to me. Oh, Thank wow. You, Le- Le- Steve Levy. At, Steve Levy. Or, as we say, hold, is, hold, hold on, Adam. No, 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 no. I want to ask a question. Don't make me fight with you. What does hey, it mean better, to build a relationship? Move on before he starts making sense. Yeah, what does building a relationship as a recruiter mean? To be specific, don't just talk in generalities. Give me an example of when you built a relationship. When I when I speak with someone, the, the, the first question that I, I ask is, 
uh, say it's something like this. It's you know I'm I'm more I'm more interested in what you really want to do than I am with filling this job. Oh, they've never because heard that, Levy. Man, you never is, heard that. Cr- they've never heard never that. Heard that. Before. They never heard that one. Mind if I use it? Yeah, but yeah, if his behavior just, supports that, it, then it's, it's yeah, it's that, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, you have to. Do you, you have tell to them that you believe in honor and integrity and all that stuff too, or is that like later? No, I believe that. I believe that. You, you, come on, you, you and I took you and I took a long drive in Madison, hey, baby. Jerry. We oh, yeah, baby. Jerry, don't, don't guy, tell everybody. Guys, no, it, it's it's animal, the animal. All right, shut something. up, you guys. Just yeah, shut up. Clam it. Clam it up. No, on a serious note, I I I will ask folks. You know what 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 do they really what would they want to do as a job? Even if they weren't being paid to do it, just for the sheer joy of doing it, money no object. You know, you can see when people get to the thing that they really want to do, and then uh, then I share what I would do for money is no object. That creates a baseline of trust. Okay, tell just, me how your tell me how your cold call that comes up in your cold call. Tell us I don't that, do cold that. calls. I, I don't I don't I don't do cold calls. How do you think? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Levy. Yeah. Thanks for answering right. it that way. You're all right. I don't. Every, I everything I, everything I do is a warm call. How, no, how really, does, every, everything's a warm call. How's that? On, well, I'll either reach out to them. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really good at writing fun emails that open the doors, and then I call them up. Or, you know, if I, we're, we're, we're interacting on Twitter or LinkedIn or anywhere, uh, you know, there, 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 there's a groundwork that's that's created, and then I just call them up. Then. So you never might, get a search. It might shock them a little where, bit. You never get a search where you have to look outside. I think Maureen asked this question just today. You never get a search where you have to look outside of the Python developers you already know. That's what she no. asked you. I can't, uh, honest to goodness, Animal, I cannot remember when I've ever had to do that. What does anybody else think who's on the line? Come on. He says he always knows in his network he's always got people to you know he can, he or, can no, call. no 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 that's not what he said that's not what he said there. he warms what, up the call yeah what what he said was and and Alejandro knows this is you know I can get to somebody someone who I know and then from them you know then it's a referral tell him this is New York baby you got to know somebody or, I mean, uh, or I mean, he just mentioned that. He sets up lists and he'll tweet back and forth yeah. a couple times. And then he calls the guy. That's not a cold call. It's like, hey, we're sending oh, a couple Jerry, tweets. Jerry, don't, 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 don't be stupid, okay? If you get a job, <laughs> I, I try not order, to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's sort of genetic. If you get okay, a you job say. order, how do you what know you going to have somebody in your list, your Twitter list, that's going to fill it or is going to give you a referral? You don't. You can't be guaranteed of that. Dude, Come you on. Act, you act. You act like. You get a job order that is totally out of your market and your niche all the time, and then you frantically scramble to get some names in the phone book and call and, and scare the bejesus out of these people. Yeah, like you know, you know well, animal. You know, it's not like man, you're going to get, get out of this gonna, business. Yeah, please, gosh, please, don't be a slouch, okay? Okay, I get it. Okay, fine. An East player. Okay, okay. Look, you said you've got a hundred jobs open. How do you handle that volume? Oh God, really carefully. It's uh, it, it it means deciding do I want to sleep, eat, or work. Um, it's 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 priority. Some and on any given day, and every recruiter knows this. Certain jobs get critical mass, and it's 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 you know the flow comes at times that often are hard to predict. 
and you could go dead dog silent for six weeks on a on a search, and then one day, man, the floodgates go, and and you 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 prioritize those as they happen. Uh, some jobs are more critical to the enterprise; they How have many to go first. For you? Do you have any other recruiters on your team? Uh, there are two others. Okay, so there's three of you handling 33 apiece, probably, you know, theoretically, right? That's a well, lot. Well, unfortunately, no, sh- no kidding. Lot. Okay, there's a lot. Okay. Well, uh-huh. when a company, the company is is growing. You know, you know, it's like a dog chasing after a bus. What happens when it finally catches the bus? You got to fill the positions. You just do what you have to okay. do. You said if you can't, you said on Twitter, if you can't properly engage, you can't source and recruit. I did say that. What does it mean you can to read. engage? What does it mean? Is that like what you said with your funny email? That's essentially it. What if you're not funny? Can you be a recruiter? Um, yeah, you're, you're a recruiter, aren't you? Yeah, but I don't. Do, I, I don't do Whoa, shots fired! I don't do anything that you do. I mean, I, I, I don't have networks where I can just call people I know and people give me referrals. These are all problems. Well, yes, you, yes, you, yes. You, well, yes, you do. You have the people on well, the chat. Well, this isn't about me, okay? It's about you, okay? Let's let's just. Oh, how do you I'm engage? Sorry, what animal. Funny? What if you're not funny? How do you engage people? Oh, that, that there are times when clearly I'm not funny. It's kind of what my ex-wife told me from time to time. So, um, I, I deal. Look, it, depending on I, you hire people to to solve problems, and so you you try to engage people with um, stuff about the job, the problems that are need to be solved, that you hope will resonate with them. And you know, you know, people like solving problems. So depending on where it is you're recruiting and what you're recruiting you know, for. Give me an example. You oh told God, me you didn't need we go prep. Again. You didn't need any show prep. This is so high level. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Okay, I'll give you a damn good example. Uh, show of hands. Anybody here in the audience do technical recruiting? Hi, Jerry. <laughs> yes, there it is. So there you go. Let's let's say you 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 work for a company that uh, software development company that does it's an agile development company. So you know you got that big whiteboard with the What's agile all over it. Maybe Jerry isn't the best example for this. Oh um, But I know, I know, I know. And so you know, this, everyone knows here, the agile. Here's an example. I don't like role playing and I think that's where you were trying to lead this. Not here's really. a quick example from today's call. Maureen gave me a lead. We're working on something together. She gave me a lead. I called the lead. Turns out that that's the wrong number to the wrong person. So the woman gives me another number. I know that that's wrong also. So I start chatting her up, asking her questions. She gives me the softball question of, oh, what's this in regards to? I wind up answering. You know, I'm working on an ELT project for my boss. Good enough for her. She starts giving me all sorts of information. But if I'm the recruiter in this scenario and Marine is the sourcer, unless I can engage with that person and that gatekeeper and actually open her up, I'm not any use to my sourcing This isn't like team. a porn show, you know. Yeah, I don't even know hey, what we're it isn't like about. a porn show, the imagery. First of all, you didn't have to take a backhanded uh, shot at Maureen. Secondly, yeah. what are you talking about? That's not a backhanded shot. It was a direct shot. Let let Levy. First of all, <laughs> we're know, not talking about how you animal, talk animal, to the Animal gate. has phone envy. Give 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 him a break. Okay, we're ta- we're asking Levy, and I, look, it's just you know you're just like every other guest. I have to beg and plead just to get an answer out of you. How do you engage a that's, candidate that's, 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 that you've never spoken to before? Since you say that's, called, that's the beg, key to you, you like begging and pleading. That's called Jewish foreplay. Yeah. Okay. Oh Jesus. 
man. Show is I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm begging. I'm pleading. Give I'm me I'm telling an you, but you keep of how talking. How engaged with a candidate? How do I engage? Well, you know, if I have no, if, not how you. They, how did you engage in a specific situation? If you can't do it, say, "Look, animal, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Let's move on." Please say that. Please say that. Animal, I can't do it. Let's move on. You're welcome, Jerry. Oh, Jesus. Okay. When you're in an interview, do you use any icebreakers <laughs> at the beginning? Yeah, I said, have you ever heard of recruiting animal? It works every time. Yeah, okay. Jerry, do you use no, any icebreakers? I, I, I don't need an icebreaker because, again, it's 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 a warm interview. It's, hey, how you doing? I'll talk about the weather. I'll talk about stuff that's happening in their city and their country. You Are know, you seriously asking if you should start off with a little bit of small talk, Animal? And no, if that is your question, are you saying that you shouldn't? You no, should just say, hey, I'm not going to mess around here. What is your salary? Okay, this is Jerry's role. What is attack, your job? Attack, attack the host every opportunity you get. The, the, the guest job on this show, don't answer the question. And Jerry's job, job is... Make fun of the host, okay? That's no, man. Animal. No, that's all I want to know. Were you really asking? Do you animal, make small this, dogs? This, animal, this may be the first show where people are enjoying it because we're showing you just blind irreverence. Yeah. People okay. like that animal. No, seriously, I was asking animal. Are you seriously wondering if if Levy starts off with a little uh, warm up, a little small talk, a little chit chat? Uh, or do I go right for the job jug? Yeah. Is that what you're saying there? Why are you here? That's what I'd do. Here, you why just you pound your fist on the desk? That's not what I was <laughs> Neither of you got it right. I was reading an article. Uh, it was kind of interesting. And she suggested specific things to say. Be, I, okay, you don't want to talk no, about it. No, he was getting there. He was getting there. Let's, get, let's let okay, him go with okay. it. Hold a, on. a, 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 a. No, I wanted to know if you use any, you know, so anything specific. If you've got any standard questions that I you don't, find ha- I do not, I do not have any standard small talk. I just start talking to them. Okay, fine, good, non-answer. Okay, so <laughs> let me. Here's so a, here's in a, direct a, contrast. I start listening. So. Well, hi, this is Jerry. And quiet. Okay, do do? does anybody want to say anything? Uh, you know, I know Alejandro might have something to say, but there's other people on the line. First, before Alejandro, other people. Yeah, anybody please. Anybody got a question? Anybody got a question for Levy or a comment? Or you can say the show stinks or, you know, what you want us to talk about. Come on, there's a lot of people on the line. I'm asking you guys now. Give me some support. Help me. Make me a better host. Make the show good. I'll give you credit. Okay. Okay, here's the deal. Folks, if you're on the line, is there something that you want to know about your recruiting that um, you want to improve? What do you want to improve in your recruiting? Tell us. Ask us. What can you do better? What do you think? What, what, what do you, where, where do you think you need to, some help? Come on. Press that one right now. Oh, they're scared. Okay, I'm going to move on. Oh, I have a quick question. No, I was I was trying to make a point about, you know, recruiting and sourcing and engaging. It's all the same skills. If it, I just put out a tweet, if you can't engage on the fly to support whatever sourcer you have helping you, or if you can't source on the fly and do different things, you're useless. You're not part of the team. So when you talk about engaging, everyone has to be able to engage. You know, that was that was the message, you know, Alejandro, thanks. That was the message I, I, I gave at SourceCon. Is that you know to to the people that were that we're reaching out to, they don't know the difference between a sourcer and a recruiter. 
they lump them all together and call and call the whole group a bunch of douchebags. Recruiters, yeah, the recruiters. Yeah, and because it, it okay. doesn't matter. Okay, what, look, look, no, look. No, okay, now. that might have worked at SourceCon. I got people saying that your definition of blind irreverence is not appealing people. It sounds more like not answering questions. Okay, and, and I who's agree saying with that? Who's is, who's saying that, Mrs. Animal? No, you'll see after the show. Okay, look, <laughs> last, year, last year at the HR Unconference, I asked a number of recruiters to rate themselves on a scale of one to five. Only one guy gave himself a five. He told me he did so because he's an accountant. He's an accountant himself, recruiting accounting people. And his professional background, he said, gives him the ability to understand right away what the hiring manager wants and to ask the right questions of prospective candidates to see if they, you know, really have what it takes. Now, you, Steve Levy, had a discussion with Lisa Rakusek on Twitter about recruiting software developers. You said if you can read code, you'll be able to ask good questions about the candidate's work. I want to know if you're agreeing with this guy who gave himself a five out of five that you have to be a technical professional to really do a good interview. For you know, I can elaborate again a little more. If you're a recruiter you're pretty clear. Okay, you answer you're, the question now. You're clear. Uh, uh, go ahead. It, you, know, it, you don't have to be uh, you know, a developer to recruit developers. You don't have to be an accountant to recruit accountants. It helps. It of helps, course it uh, helps, yeah. It helps it helps substantially. Um, you know, there are certain things that you know, I, I I've done. So it, it's you know I yeah, I can you know if you read is somebody disagreeing that that it's not a value to know what good code is? I mean, I mean, here's the here's the problem: is you know most recruiters, you know, they'll, they don't look at the code; they're just looking at the buzzwords. You know, and 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 and, 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 and how? Yeah, and they're, and they're kind of, or it does whether it's code; it could be anything else. And they're crossing their fingers, going, "I hope my manager likes it. I hope my manager likes it." And it's a keyword search. Yeah, yeah, it's a keyword. It's buzzword bingo. You know, that's how point, Levy and I met. I wanted to learn a little bit more about how to code myself. I was looking at options for that because I inhabit that world. So why not get better at it? I know what questions to ask a developer to, to figure out if they're a good developer, but I still can't read their code, and I should learn that if I want to be better at what I do. Here's an example. You know, you know, lots of tech recruiters they'll 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 look at someone's GitHub repository, code repository, and they'll think to themselves, "Oh, this this is good stuff." What they don't know is, you know, so many great developers use GitHub as a test place. So it's really not their best code. And I so, wouldn't know the difference. Uh, but, Jerry, you know, you're, you're wally old coyote, super genius. You don't yeah, need I could, I could I could learn more about software, and There's I'm certain sure things that would help me uh, better assess these people. You know what, Lee? I'm it. starting to realize why God didn't give you guys any property, because you couldn't manage it very well. I mean, I'm begging you. <laughs> <laughs> I am begging oh, God. you. I am begging you for wow, answers. You know, just give me some real stories. Give me some real stories. Don't talk at a high level. I beg we're everybody. Not talking at, we're not talking at a high level. I've never been guilty of that you myself. You haven't told me one story, one real recruiting story yet. Terry, are you close by him at all? The show and you said, don't prep at all? me. I don't need no, any prep. You don't. Well, yes, you Kidding me? I'll tell you this. See let's, if let's, you can get Animal to role play with you on stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm curious. Hey, ask him if you can do your recruit call. See 
you might like that. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not really interested. But I'm trying to recruit. You know, maybe, maybe I can try to recruit him for one of my open positions, Jerry. What do you think about that? It'd be cool if he'd ever even leave his crib. But I don't think well, he does. Crib? Crib is, is that the one with the bars on it? Which one are you talking about? Hey, hey. Uh-huh. Hey, is, 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 is there a guy named Animal on the show here right now? Listen to me too, or the show's going to end early. Okay. Now I'm Ooh, Jeremy. Shaking in our boots. There goes my livelihood. Jeremy Roberts said at SourceCon, when you're partnered, you're a sourcer or researcher, and you're partnered with a closer as a recruiter. Sourcing is an awesome job. When the recruiter closes, wait a minute. What did he say? Can you repeat that? If you're I wasn't listening to him. I'm sorry. You're a researcher, and you're working with a recruiter who's a closer. Sourcing is an awesome job. But when the recruiter can't close, sourcing is a miserable job. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That, that, what, do I don't know, what, what, what do you mean? What is closing? Well, yeah, yeah, you, have a, you have a source who comes up with, with lots of good names and, and, and content information. And, you know, in, 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 in this model, if, if, if it's the recruiter's job to reach out for them and, and get, them, get them engaged and stuff and they can't do it, they're toast. Joe, okay. So perhaps what? we can look at the researcher then as the opener, and then the recruiter guy is the closer. How about that? That's, That's one way to look at it. Jerry, although, what about know, account I, manager? I, I think I think the opener's role uh, will ultimately, as they get more experience, morph into a uh, not necessarily a complete closer, but a. Um, for some reason, I want to go Something turn off Netflix up, man. and catch some old Hill Street Blues episodes. You know what I got to tell you? I don't know why. You. What? <laughs> Stop Here's what I got to I want my audience to look. I'm doing my darndest. I asked the guy a question. He stopped talking about it. I mean, what can I do? I said, what's closing? He doesn't tell me. He says, well, here's the evolution. Woe is course. me. The animal. last thing I'm interested oh, in. You can recognize God. this show for what it is, a, a very good 40-minute show. Here, yeah. animal. Let, 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 let's let's move off technical. Let's High order on, thought. Let, you know, but let's 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 move off technical and let's get on sales. Here's a technique I've used to build many sales teams. Are you ready? We can't. Don't whisper. I can't hear you. Okay. Are you ready? Here's how, this is how this is how I built many sales teams. This is my technique. I will go and I, and I do this here. I, I ask the you know the, the sales folks in you know, where where the opening is, who their best accounts are. And so they give me the names. Says, who's the contact person there? I think, okay. I said, do they like our product? They love our product. I want you to ask them a question. I want you to go to them and ask them what other salespeople call on them selling, you know, software or enterprise or, or SaaS products, and ask them which of these salespeople who call on them they like just because they like their style, they like their approach, but they're not really happy. But, but they're not happy with the product. Give me the names of those salespeople who our customers like, and I will call them, and I will see if I can uh, talk to them about career opportunities with our company. It's a flawless way of, of, of building sales teams. You go to your own customers. You know that they're called on by other sales folks regularly. I want to know the sales folks who call on them who they like. I'll recruit them. Damn simple. You got that? Is selling convincing someone to do something? On some level, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Would you tell, no, no. If you had a great candidate and you really wanted him in your company, but you weren't sure that this was the best move for him or her, would you tell them that? I would, in fact. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. There's, there's no there's no downside to that one at all. So, in fact, the funny the funny thing is they'll actually thank you for your honesty. Jerry, maybe not you, you. Jerry. Alejandro. What? He's right. I mean, yeah, of course. Ultimately, sales is everything. If you're trying to convince somebody, you know, you're trying to get a date, you're trying. Go ahead. What? I said, if you had a candidate you really thought was great and you wanted to bring him into your company, but in your back of your mind, you know, this might not be the best move for this person. Would you tell the candidate that? I'll tell them what the pluses and negatives are. I'll lay it out and I'll say, here's the good, here's the bad. I've, I, you know, I'm here to, I'm serving two masters. I'm here to try and get you in, but obviously here's the real scoop. But at that point, I should have enough of a relationship and have known enough about the guy to know if I'm going to get him in. Okay, so does that make you a good closer? Because you're really not trying to convince him to take the job. You're not a good closer if you're doing that, are you? I'm a good closer yeah. because I should have been closing when I first started the, the the cycle with the guy, and I should know by the time I get to there if he's not really right for it, I shouldn't be trying to close him. No, no, no. That's he it. might be really good at it, but you you're thinking, you know what? If I was him, I would go for something better than this. I could get more money somewhere else. Why, yeah, you but know? P- part of having that close is knowing that this is going to be good for the guy. That's why Levy's question in the beginning is, what's your dream job, what's important to you, is so important, because you're going to go back and use that to close that guy. And you're going to know that you hit the wicket. Or not close them, yeah. Okay, let's say you're persuading the person, you're you're, you're laying out why this is a good move, and what that person wants can be met by your company. But you know, and he doesn't, that there's another company that can do an even better job of meeting what he wants or give him everything. And then I'm not in the business of helping that other company. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, and again, on the on the inside, I am definitely in the business of making sure to, you know, the person is going to be able to get what it is they want. You know, I okay. don't want, I don't. So I, it's, closing, no, no, listen, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold, hold. It is way too common. For people to uh, you know uh, you know come on board to a company and and realize at some point that a either the job they were sold to do is not the job they're doing, or b you know the job that they took is not what they really want to do. We have to we have to minimize that you know that that error rate. How does that happen? Bad interviewing. Okay. It comes down so- it comes, bad interviewing and, and on, on on the candidate side sometimes desperation. Bad research. You know, bad research. You know, some folks take jobs because I need the money, and they realize it's not worth it. You know, people who yeah. do, you know, I think far too many people, you know, they take jobs because they need the job. Okay. And they take Steve. jobs that are just not Steve. right for them. Yes, so closing, so closing is simply finding out what the person wants and articulating how your offering meets his or her needs. Is that right? That's it. On some that's level, part that, of that, it. That, that's part of it. That's not all the closing. There are other what factors that go there? into the closing. What else is there? What else is there? Well, obviously, there's there. You know, the, the meet the needs part. It's short term and long term. You know, if someone says, you know, I I I think I want to be a CTO in 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 two years, yeah. and you and you know, man, ain't no no way you're going to be a CTO here in two years. You have to have that discussion with them. What about overcoming objections like drawbacks? You know, you know that you can't meet a certain need. You have to be able to address that head on and figure out if you still have a viable situation and be able to paint the picture that overcomes that. That's another piece of it. I mean, that that's where the relationship building really comes in handy. You know, if if you can establish a 
I know you don't like hearing this, but uh, you know, an initial base level of honesty. You know, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Uh, don't go over there. Uh, then, then things down down the line, the dis- the negotiations, the discussions, the pros and cons, it becomes easier. It just does. Hey, Steve, Steve, based on what Alejandro just said, have you ever yeah. had to overcome objections with somebody at the closing stage? Your company's ready to make an offer. The person that you, and you say, are you ready to accept? And and the person says, well, this is bothering me. Have you ever have that? I have, but I, I, I it usually had to do with money, and that was early, yep. and that was and that was in the early stages. You know, I will get, I always get now get to the stage if I if 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 the offer includes A, B, C, and D with this salary, this I learned a, will you accept the job? And it's that answer is out of closing yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, you you always you, you always start. You, that's that's Alejandro is right. The great recruiters, you start closing. The closing begins the first time you speak to the person. Yeah, it's it, it's it's how you set it up, how you present yourself, how you present the company. Okay, Steve. Now, yeah, yes, but here's I the will, late stage wait. scenario you're talking about, animal. Yeah, it okay. all sounds good, but I don't. I really don't know if I'm ready to relocate. You know, my family. I was talking to them, and now, I, you know, I, I have to think about it more. That's you know, it all sounds good. It, it looks good to me, except that's the objection, right? You're listening for that, and then you're going to have to overcome that. So, how do you do that? That's the question. Somebody answer it. Well, I mean, I'll say it again. Unfortunately, I was had something come in. Say it again. I, it all sounds good to me, Steve. I want to take the offer, but I don't know if I'm ready to relocate my family to California. Okay, you run through the you know pros. You actually send them a pros and cons. You got and it. Then, and 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 then quite frankly, then I would talk to their significant their their spouse. Yeah. So their spouse has to be in on the conversation. So the closing yeah, I, is still just. Coming up with showing how your offering meets their needs. That's it, right? Of course. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but you have it's how you do it. That's the important part. What do you mean? Recognizing how to structure it so it makes sense. If this guy's talking, oh, well, I'm not ready to relocate, you're going to have to go back and hit those wickets that were coming and present them as overwhelming evidence that it's still worth it to do this in spite of the fact that he has to relocate to California. No, I mean part of it is you, you have you have to lay out you know you know what, whatever the concerns are you have to address them head on, and and you, it may require that you do a heck you have a heck of a lot more research to do before you have that phone call or have that discussion face to face. It could be schools, it could be you know future yep. you know job market, it could be employment for their spouse, it could be school for their kids. It's so all part the of the discussion. Jeremy, Jeremy said, if you've got a recruiter who can't close and you're a researcher, it's pretty miserable. Do you, have you ever seen a recruiter who can't close? They don't stay in recruiting really long. Yeah, I've okay. worked with them. Yeah, okay. Well, what's a recruiter who can't close? Give me an example. Somebody who's an order taker, an order taker <laughs> yeah. who I've su- supported. And I, I, when I the client says no. Name. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving names. I, I, I've, I've known them, and they're not in recruiting anymore. I want to know what they did. I don't want their names. It's meaningless to me. What did they do that was wrong? They're, 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 the first, the most most critical mistake they make is they they sell the, they start selling the position right from the beginning, and they're not and, listening. And and, 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 they, and that'll work for some people. That's you know the folks who just who really need a job. That's what they're going to listen to. Yeah, I can do that job. I need the money or whatever the case is. You know, those are the folks whose whose only interest really is just salary. Yeah, there's an old saying, telling ain't selling. 
you got to listen for what that person needs. And then if you turn it around and give it to them through your product, whatever it is, I could be selling ballpoint pens. If you listen for what they need first and structure your product that way or you're offering that way, then you've got them. But if you're so busy just selling stuff and rambling, you're done. Because you're not you're not listening to them, and that's what most young recruiters these day days do, and a lot of other a lot of other crappy recruiters do the same thing. You know, they're they're just concerned about closing the position, selling this position. You know, I got to get my money. I close this, boom, move on to the next one. Close it, boom, move on to the next one. They're transactional. Very yep. transactional. Very transactional. And that's that's not my style. That's not how I was taught this taught to recruit. It was you you, you, you recruit you recruit one person at a time. My and the people who recruit that way are going to be—they're going to be in another recruiting job six months down the road. You know, mm-hmm. I've got—everybody sees the, the people that are on LinkedIn that are recruiters for six months at a time. I just had another guy that, um, you know, he met one of my associate recruiters and and uh, was dogging me, but then he was—he you know, he was uh, at, at a next job six months later, and he just switched jobs once again. It—it. The same thing over and over again. Um, it's like ground. It's like it's like it's like, it's, it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and, and, so. and the thing is, that's not just recruiting. That's going to be in any position. Somebody that's in yeah. sales that can't make past the one year mark because they can't cut it. They, but they have you know, maybe no other skill that they can. They're they're hiding in a job for a number of months. Okay, so Steve Levy. The, the the key thing to recruiting closing, animal. The key thing to closing is that when you get on the phone, you say, "Hi, I'm Steve Levy. I'm a recruiter. Uh, I'd like to know what would please you in your next position." Is that essentially the key to closing? Well, the key to closing is having a good opening. So on some level, yeah, that's right. Well, so the but, good closer. But the thing is, the is recruiting the cycle. Yeah. The recruiting cycle is a a series of mini closes. Hey, can we have this conversation? The guy says, yes. You just closed them on the idea of pitching. Then you start talking about getting the resume. The guy says, yes. The gal says, yes. You close her on the resume. You close on a meeting. You close on moving forward. It's a bunch of little yeses leading to that big one. And if you're not doing that effectively... He's right. There was a book uh, written by uh, Robert Urey, U-R-Y, called Getting to Yes, something like 25 years ago. That's a book that yep. every recruiter should read. Getting to yes. That's a, bore, that's a real boring book. I got to tell everybody. Okay. It's not. It's a good book. <laughs> okay. okay you put your, you, yes, animal. You said you wonder when the last time Seth Godin attended a career fair or was a college recruiter. Why are you attacking to God, Seth Godin? <laughs> was I attacking him? Just wondering. It looked like it. Like it to me. I was just, I was just wondering out loud, you know. If what did he say? You know, what did he say that made you go after him? Oh God, I do have to search for it. Can Forget you read it. the? Since you, you have it in front said, of you. you no, no, you no, have no, it in no, front no. Of you. Don't bog it. You didn't have, you didn't have a view conversation. Career fairs are fine as long as you don't focus on squishy balls. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I, I wrote an article for uh, U-Turn uh, a couple of years back called. Uh, Navigating career fairs, career fairs without squishy balls. What it means yeah, okay. is, mo, mo, can I finish this or else? No, there's no time. There's no time. Okay, Let me go fine. on. <sighs> Sorcerers are. I didn't get this. Sorcerers being measured on the number of hires is like recruiters being measured by company turnover. Jerry Crispin says recruiters should be measured 
by retention. So he would say you're way off base. And sources no, gosh, well, let me see how much you're taking things out of context, shall we? Which you, of course, never do. You know, in 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 most every company, the the uh, the, the the recruiting and retention aspects are a big wide abyss, and that's something that you can't cross over. So, if recruiters aren't managing managers, aren't training managers, then how could they possibly be responsible for people leaving? Exactly. Now, in Jerry's case, since you know I know the, the sign of staffing the totem of talent quite well, um, he is talking about situations in which recruiting and retention are fully integrated. That is rare. Okay, yeah. Okay, Next. do you use job boards? Levy, do you use job boards? As uh, a necessary evil, it's part of the deal. Part, 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 of, part of the recruiting strategy or sourcing strategy is broadcasting. Yeah, okay. Do and, you believe that a well-written ad gets better results than a poorly written ad? Yes. Come okay, on. what's the difference? What's question was that? Well, here it is. What's the difference? What the difference makes a, is a, an ad a, good a, or a, bad? Okay, a couple of things. In a, in a, generally speaking, in a poorly written ad, you know, like three-quarters of the page is talking how great the company is and one-quarter is talking about the job. When they do speak about the job, it's very transactional or task-oriented. Software developer, first line, you will code. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Thanks for telling me that. So it's not specific That's, enough. It's not specific enough. Is that what you're saying? Uh, very much so. It's not. It's not. It's not focused on performance, on specific problems to be solved. Um, you know. You know what's what's coming down the pipe. What the whole the whole thing with with with, with hiring. I got to tell you this: we hire people not to sit on our asses and collect a paycheck, but to solve the problems that keep hiring managers awake at night. Because everyone knows hiring managers take the work home with them, and if stuff's not getting done, if problems aren't being solved. They don't sleep well, and they jump up okay. with their okay. employees Last next question. day. Okay, This is a question that I read on Facebook. I can't say who posed it. Here if, your can, if your candidate, <laughs> if your candidate is going bankrupt and the bank is foreclosing on his house, would you mention that to your? And it's a good candidate, though. Would you mention that to the hiring manager? Oh, it, it depends. A, it depends on the role. Uh, but it, it would be I, I would not mention I, I would find out what, what what the real story is behind the candidate. Why did why did they go into bankruptcy? If it was a you know a, a, something like you know medical bills that went awry, then maybe still I, I, st- I it depends on the role. If they're going to a finance and accounting, uh, whether you, whether you want to mention yeah. or not, we we all are concerned that someone may do something. Uh, uh, not quite so nice. Okay, anybody, before the show ends, is there anybody on the line who wants to say something to Steve Levy or just anything? There's a lot of people here. I like people to talk. Everybody Which means you have to be quiet. Okay, Steve Levy, do you have a, a one big tip that you'd like to give recruiters before you depart the show? For This show's been on seven and a half years. Steve Levy has never been the guest, okay? Can you Go ahead. That? Yeah, today's your day. Um, know the specific, sit down with your manager and, 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 and pull out of them the specific problems that the person you're hiring is going to be solving, uh, over the next 90 to 180 days. Get those down in gory, gory detail. That's your message. Yeah. Okay. You Jerry, have, are you still to on know the line? That. Jerry, are you on the line? Yes, I think you're all bright. No, I think he left. So there's there's no there's no after show. Uh, then I'll ask you one question more. Are okay, fine. 
are hiring managers the stupidest people in the world? Since you said, <laughs> get all the details, get all the details, and you know they're not going to give them to you. That's why it – let me teach you something, Steve Levy. That's why it helps to be an engineer, because if you know the job, you can write it up yourself, and you can actually t- tell the hiring manager. You create a laundry list yourself, and you say, what about this? Do you want that? What about this? Do you want that? And when he says he wants everything, you say, you're an idiot. You're not going to get all these things. You pick and choose, okay? You have to do the job for them, just like I have to do the job for the guest on this show. And I'm going to say, thank you, Steve Levy! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.